Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Chris and Rudy Bocek about their wedding at the Four Seasons Orlando Resort on Walt Disney World property. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose the Four Seasons and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Chris and Rudy. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Gary. Thanks so much for being on the show today. So I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you chose the Four Seasons for your wedding. Deciding to have our wedding at the Four Seasons is a great story. We originally had planned to do the Disney Fairy Tale wedding in July of 2020. We had booked the Wedding Chapel of the Grand Floridian and the Beach Club for our reception. At that time, we had invited about 75 guests, all of whom said they were going to be making the trip down. and. As everybody knows, COVID changed all those plans for us. Disney actually was closed on the day of our wedding. We were forced to cancel and really reevaluate what we wanted to do. Being so uncertain about what was going to happen with COVID, we didn't want to go through all that planning and energy again and then have to cancel again because another version of the virus came out or people were not feeling safe about making the trip. So it forced us to really rethink our whole plan and really look at some small venues at home. We ended up making a trip down to Walt Disney World, just Rudy and I, and actually found the Four Seasons by using the My Disney Experience app and making a dining reservation. We saw Kappa as a offering through the app, never been to the Kappa Steakhouse before, made the reservation and decided to go check it out. And when we pulled into Golden Oaks and started driving towards the resort, we were just amazed by how incredibly friendly the staff was at the gate, how incredibly beautiful the property was, picture perfect, perfect landscaping, beautiful palm trees. And we really looked at each other and said, my gosh, this is going to be the place we're getting married. We didn't even at that point know if they had wedding offerings, uh, but we were so blown away by the resort and how pretty it was that it really was the moment that we decided that's where we wanted to go. Yeah, and it was even before we got to the resort, just driving down the road to the resort is when we kind of looked at each other and just said, well, I guess we're getting married here. <laughs> And that's great. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out that the wedding was rescheduled and this time it was going to be at the Four Seasons? Yeah, so this is really interesting because like I said before, we had about 75 guests coming and about half of the family had never been to Walt Disney World before. And then the other half of the family is Disney Vacation Club members and have gone several times. So when we were planning our wedding the first time, a lot of it was really focused in on giving people 
that perfect Disney experience that they were going to walk away from and say, this is why Chris and Rudy love Disney so much. So when we went through COVID and the course had to cancel, there was a lot of disappointment. We waited and waited and really were trying to go back and forth. Do we do this? Do we not do this? How do we handle it? And finally, Rudy's sister called us and said, you know what, guys, you need to do what's right for you. And we'll figure this out. We'll do a Disney vacation when everybody's comfortable, you know, traveling. And at that point, it was kind of like the green light for us to say, wow, you know what? It's going to be okay. We can actually plan this out and make it work. So we went from the idea of everybody in our family to come, this big group of people down to, we're just going to do this small, intimate wedding with our closest friends and then do an amazing video and and let people dial in on the internet and watch. And so that's what we did. And next summer, we're actually planning the big family vacation with everybody who was originally invited. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, how many guests did you invite to the Four Seasons event and how many were able to make the trip? We invited 20 people and 16 people came down for our event. That's great. Which collection did you choose that the Four Seasons offers for weddings? We decided to go with the Intimate Wedding Package. And then we did upgrade a few options that came along with it. We added more flowers. We added more photography. And we upgraded to add the streaming service so that our friends and family could watch online. We did decide to pay a little bit extra money to add three camera angles because we really wanted to make sure that everybody could see everything going on, could feel like they were there and not miss anything. It made a huge difference in it being watchable. I don't know if you've ever watched like a seminar or webinar where it's just a single camera on a a talking head for an hour and that's painful. Having the different angles and being able to see the action really made a huge difference for people. They loved it. That's interesting. Did they have someone live cutting it together, like changing camera angles from here and there, or were people watching all three angles simultaneously? They were cutting back and forth to where the action was. They had a a guy in the room doing that real time. Wow, that's awesome. So then which venues did you choose for your ceremony and your meal? Because we had such a small group, Carrie, we were able to be very creative with how we put the wedding together and actually decided to do three days with our guests with different activities each day. So we utilized the two restaurants on site, Ravello and Kappa. We took advantage of renting some pool cabanas during the day. And then the two locations for the wedding we reserved were King Meadows Lawn and the entrance to the Grand Ballroom that had beautiful palm trees in the room. So we felt that was a really good option. So we didn't really have to worry about if it rained, you know, would we be disappointed? We were happy with both the outside and the inside locations. Interesting. So then the reception was on King Meadows Lawn? We originally had planned to have the ceremony on King Meadows Lawn and then the reception at Kappa. About two o'clock in the afternoon, our wedding was scheduled at five Our wedding coordinator came in and she said, hey, guys, it's rained all morning. It looks clear. We're we're good to go if you want to have the wedding outside. However, be aware that it's still wet 
there's a lot of mosquitoes and it feels like 107. (laughs) What would you like to do? And it really made the decision so simple. Uh, We decided to do it inside at the, in the palm tree room at the entrance of the grand ballroom and beautiful. It had air conditioning. Everybody was happy. And we, you know, still looked good for pictures after the ceremony. That's fantastic. And it feels like an outdoor courtyard. Like you, if you didn't look up and see the roof, you would think maybe you were outside. So that's a great spot. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It made it super easy to decide to have an inside wedding because it looked uh, just as you said, you felt like you were still in Florida outside. That's wonderful. And then you had the reception at Kappa or Ravello? We had the reception at Kappa at the steakhouse. It's on the top of the hotel. It just so happened the night of our wedding, they had a Spanish guitarist playing beautiful music at the bar. So while we were off taking pictures, guests went upstairs, could listen to the music. We had a sangria bar set up for them. And then we had reserved one of the balconies so they could go outside and they had a view of Magic Kingdom, Epcot and Animal Kingdom all from the top of the building. It was it was really quite nice. And Hollywood Studios. You could see all the parks and most of the major resorts from that balcony. It was just amazing. Were the fireworks back at that time? Were you able to watch those? They were, yes. So we had planned dinner at 7 and then were able to go out on the balcony at, I think the fireworks that night were at 9 o'clock. So it worked out great. We got some nice pictures outside and it really was cooled down by then. So people really enjoyed the time on the balcony. That's great. Now, did you hire a wedding planner or a day of coordinator to assist with the organization of the event? Yeah. So the four seasons, if you're doing a large wedding with them, they strongly recommend that you do hire a wedding planner. They do offer with many of their packages, a day of coordinator, uh, which is who we worked with at the four seasons. And because our event was so small, We were able to uh, just do the coordination ourselves. I'm a project manager. That's what I do for my job. So organization comes easy to me. And I have to say, they were amazing. They made things so easy for us. With our package, we were given a list of vendors, preferred list of vendors that they had worked with before. We met on site with our day of planning coordinator and got to know him pretty well through all of the activities that we were planning. But he really got to know us and then picked some vendors he thought would work really well with our personalities. And I have to say, everybody that was on the list, we just clicked with. It it made it so easy. You know, we worked with sensational ceremonies for our officiant. Pastor Jeff was our a pastor, very sweet, very nice. We felt we had a really good bond with him. Summer Stevens was our Four Seasons Catering Coordinator. And I have to say, I would hire her as a project manager. She was so good at her job. And she took so much time to really sit down with us and understand the vision that we had, the feeling we wanted our guests to get from this experience came up with super creative ideas, working with the different restaurants at the hotel on how to build our menu, how to make selections, and just, we'll talk about some of the activities we did, but she was so amazing. We actually asked her to come to the dinner 
so everybody could stand up and give her a round of applause because Mm -hmm. she was so great to work with. Victoria Angela was our photographer and her husband, Jacob, actually does the videography and the live stream streaming that we did. You know, looking for photos, we spent a ton of time to try to decide, you know, what were we after? What kind of photographs did we want to capture? And I created the whole Pinterest page. And it was funny because the first time we met and did our call, I showed her some of the photos and she's like, yeah, this one is ours. This one is ours. So it was a great match. It really worked out well. She did a beautiful job. Ashley from Greenery Productions did all of our flowers. And I thought that when we worked with Disney, our our florist was so amazing. Ashley was equally amazing. She sketched up some designs for the bouquets. She had a lot of ideas for our arch. And, you know, I told her I wanted the petals down the aisle. I did not see the floral arrangements until the day of the wedding. And I told Rudy when I was standing in the back before I walked down to see him, the first thing I said was, oh my gosh, the arch is amazing. It was so beautiful. The blue color that she picked for some of the flowers matched perfectly with my maid of honor dresses. I can't even tell you how much I felt that the flowers really made the whole experience beautiful that day. And for a very small fee, she quickly disassembled the arch and made it into bouquets and took it up to Kappa for dinner and decorated the whole room. We added a couple of candles. It was elegant and beautiful, and the room smelled amazing. That's great. Did you guys have any kind of entertainment at your reception at Kappa? We did kind of a unique experience. So for the actual wedding night, when we had it, our dinner at Kappa, we did not hire outside entertainment. So we worked with the staff at the restaurant to make it a very interactive experience. As I said, the bar area upstairs had a live guitarist playing Spanish music. Didn't have to pay for that. And there wasn't a lot of people there. So it felt as though It was just part of our ceremony, you know, arrangements, which was really nice. We had a lot of compliments from our guests on that. And then what we did was when we served our dinner, we had the staff at the Four Seasons at Kappa come in and talk about the menu, uh, explain the dish, talk about the ideas that the chef kind of thought of as they created the menu and what went into the dishes and how they were prepared. So more of an interactive dining experience is how I would describe it versus hiring a DJ or, you know, bringing in some other form of entertainment. Yeah, we're kind of somewhat foodies. And one of the reasons we love Disney is because of the variety of restaurants and service. So the meal was one of the important things to us. And making it interactive like this, having the waiter come in and explain the course as we went, people seem to love it. That's a great idea. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend? Yeah, so we chose strawberry and cream. So our wedding cake actually tasted like strawberry shortcake. It was really delicious. And then we, for the takeaways, we really wanted our guests to have something to take away at the end of the night, enjoy the next day. So we ordered some chocolate cupcakes with a burnt caramel center. And 
when we walked into the copper room, I was amazed because I didn't ask for this, but they decorated all the cupcakes to match the wedding cake. It was beautiful. And I didn't know that I really had a lot of expectation about the cupcakes. I picked it because I thought it would be nice as a takeaway. But honestly, it's one of the things our guests still talk about. Like, oh my gosh, those amazing cupcakes. You guys, you need to figure out a way that we can order them. They were so good. Um, Even some of uh, my friends who really don't have a sweet tooth, they were blown away by that. So it's kind of an interesting story we like to tell. It's something we didn't expect to be so amazing, but it actually turned out to be really great. And then from a dinner perspective, Kappa, like I highly recommend anyone go to that restaurant. It's delicious. We ended up ordering enough variety to have four courses for our dinner. Started out with some appetizers, some ceviche, gambas, a salad for our second course. And then we went with the porterhouse steak and a Chilean sea bass for our dinner option. I have to say one of my favorite sides that we had was their mashed potatoes. So delicious. And then, uh, of course, ended the dinner with our strawberries and cream wedding cake. Yeah. So, Carrie, I don't know how many weddings you've been to where people rave about the food, <laughs> but it's a month later and people are still thinking about the food from the wedding. That's fantastic. That's definitely what you want. Yeah, it was, it was amazing and it was delicious. And, you know, I have to say my sister and her family, their last name is Blau. And the staff at the Four Seasons picked up on that. They went in the back room and they found a wine with the, like the winery was Blau and brought the bottles out and gave them some bottles to take home. Again, something we'd never asked for. They just picked up on it, thought it would be really cool and did it. And it just plays into the kind of service that we felt having our wedding at the Four Seasons. It's like the Disney service of olden days where they don't want to say no. They go up and above 10 times past your expectations to make your day so perfect. That's so great to hear. Now, you talked about how you made this a multi-day event. Can you tell my listeners a bit about the other events that you had? I would love to. Like I said, we really wanted to make this special for our guests. We felt we were asking a lot to come down to Florida. Number one, it's expensive. You got to pay for the plane ticket. The Four Seasons is an expensive place to stay. So we really wanted to make sure they felt special like VIPs. So the very first day they arrived, we all kind of met out by the pool, had some fun. And then that evening we did what we called That's Italian, an evening of cooking and tasting at Ravello's. And Ravello's is the Italian restaurant on site. All the chefs are from Italy. So we worked with Summer, our coordinator, and was able to get some time from the sous chef Riccardo Sala, who is from Milano, Italy. And he did a cooking class for everybody. So he showed them how to make an authentic Italian dish which was really fun. And he was very interactive and took a lot of questions from our guests. And then we jumped into a four course meal and had the wine expert from the resort pair wine pairings with each dish. So 
For each course, our guests could pick from three different choices. And then our wine expert was there to say, okay, you know, with this course, we're going to all try this wine and you can swirl your glass and what do you smell? And, you know, this is where the grapes were grown and how the wine was made. So it was really fun to do that wine pairing with each course. And again, really working with the staff to have that interactive experience. So that was night one. Uh, We ended the evening with a flight of their homemade limoncellos, which the guests really thought was, was neat way to end the evening. And then the takeaway that evening was a wooden spoon with the Ravello restaurant name on it that everybody could take home with them. That sounds great. What a fun idea. Yeah. And then the next day was our wedding day. So we had rented Cambadas by the Pool, had food and drink, and people could order whatever they wanted off the menu. A lot of fun. The Four Seasons pool area is amazing. There's an adult section, and then there's a family section. And the family section has a lazy river, water slides, really, really fun. Everybody had a great time. Our wedding was scheduled at five o'clock. And then we had appetizers and drinks at six, dinner at seven at Kappa, followed by the fireworks out on the balcony at nine. And then by about 11 o'clock, everybody was wrapping up for the evening. And then the next day, we had a character breakfast at the resort. So it was our way of bringing in the characters to our celebration. So we had Mickey, uh, Minnie, and Goofy. Again, amazing food. They didn't have their buffets open, of course, for COVID, but you could order as much as you wanted off the menu for the same price as the buffet. So that was a really nice way to kind of wrap up the event and send people off on their way. And one thing to talk about with the entertainment, we were a little worried. Chris's son, our son, was there with a friend of his, and we were a little worried that they'd be bored at the resort. And the one thing I noticed is nobody left the resort and nobody wanted to leave the resort once they arrived. Yeah, we actually had bought the boys water park tickets to Blizzard Beach and they ended up not wanting to use them because the water park at the resort with the water slides and the lazy river was so amazing. That's great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your wedding day fit together? Yeah, absolutely. So we, like I said, we had the cabanas booked out in the morning. So guests could arrive as early at eight o'clock and stay to the point in which they had to get ready for the wedding. Um, My hair and makeup appointments started at one o'clock in the afternoon. We started our pre-ceremony getting ready pictures at four o'clock, the ceremony being at five. And then our guests were welcome up to Kappa at six o'clock while Rudy and I went off to do our photos. And then seven o'clock was dinner, nine o'clock were the fireworks, and then 11 o'clock we wrapped things up. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? So we've actually talked a lot about this because even though we scaled the wedding back to be small and intimate, we didn't feel like we left things behind. We were able to do more with our money because the group was smaller and do more creative things that we wouldn't have been able to afford if we had invited all 75 people. But the things that I think we spent the most time planning were the ceremony. We really wanted it to be personal, original, sentimental. 
And we were very interested in making sure that all of our guests online were able to experience this from home in a way that made them feel like they were there. That was a really important part of the ceremony. So like I said, we spent the extra money to have the three camera angles. We worked with Pastor Jeff to address the online audience and the audience that was there with us. So my parents, who have uh, some health concerns, did not want to make the trip due to the COVID restrictions. So we made sure that he welcomed them and thanked them for being there. So there was a lot of that interaction with the online audience as well as those who were in person. And we wanted some some things to our ceremony that were original that a lot of people hadn't seen before. So we did something called a wine ceremony. You know, a lot of people do the sand and uh, the candles. This was a, a unique idea that um, Sensational uh, Ceremonies helped us create. And basically, we had two wine glasses and two bottles of wine, a blush wine and a white wine. And uh, we poured the white in, we poured the blush in, and then we poured the wine together while the pastor um, said some very meaningful words uh, to help the, you know, the ceremony go along. So that was really fun. We really liked that because we didn't have a traditional reception and so many of our guests were online, we actually built in our first dance into the ceremony. So at the end of the ceremony, before um, Pastor Jeff announced us husband and wife, we did our first dance. And then after that, um, while we were dancing, we had the Four Seasons staff pass out champagne to everybody. Pastor Jeff asked the online audience to grab their mimosas because we were going to be doing a toast at the uh, end of our dance. And then we were able to toast um, to becoming man and wife. So it was really a nice way to bring some of those traditional elements into the ceremony and allow our online family to be able to be a part of it when they might have missed out otherwise. Music was really important to us too. So we spent a lot of time talking about how do you build that in without having it be too much and awkward. The songs that we did play during the ceremony, we limited them to one minute so that it still offered beauty to the ceremony without like that awkward standing and looking at each other feeling and not really understanding if people are enjoying it or not. Uh, we talked about the flowers. They were such an special part of the day, and we were so pleased with how they turned out. And then, of course, photography. And we really feel that Victoria from Victoria Angela's did a fantastic job. That's wonderful. And then were there aspects that were less important where you maybe saved your money or just your effort? I had a hard time thinking about what that might be. <laughs> we did cut back a little bit, but we still don't feel like we didn't do what we wanted to do. So we, we, you know, we made our own swag bag welcome packages for our guests and made our own wedding bulletins for the ceremony. We didn't have a formal open bar per se for any of our events, but we also did not say no to anybody who requested something. So like for Ravella's, we had the wine pairing. If somebody wanted to order a separate drink, they certainly were welcome to. And then the same thing for Kappa's, um, we had a sangria bar and, you know, different bottles of wine available. Uh, if people wanted to order something, they could. So it was kind of like an open bar, but we really felt by doing it that way, most people didn't even think to order anything separate. Uh, so it actually worked out pretty good. 
And then, of course, we didn't have a DJ at all or any live band. Instead, we just streamed some music in the room during dinner. That's a great tip. What ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? Yeah, I I have to say all of it. The fact that it was completely flawless from the time we woke up to the time we went to bed. And I didn't have to think about it. Like the Four Seasons just took care of things. They made things happen. If there were mistakes happening, we didn't see it. And they came up with all these extra little niceties that we didn't ask for. You know, the decorating of the cupcakes, the special wine bottles, you know, wine for my sister's family. Just, it it really was an amazing experience. I think that the thing that struck me the most about just being there for the three days was everybody seemed to know us at the hotel. You know, we'd walk up and to a bar and they'd be like, are you, you know, are you the couple that's getting married here this week? Let us buy you a drink. And I'm like, how do you even know who we are? It was so amazing. You just, I felt so special the whole time I was there. And people were so, they just came across to be so excited for us and genuinely happy that we were, you know, letting them be a part of our day. So I would think those were the things that really were the biggest takeaways for me. Yeah. Carrie, when's the last time you walked into a hotel, walked up to the desk and people who you've never met before address you by name? That would be the last time I stayed at the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it it was amazing. It was the the service is above and beyond, and that's really one of the things we love about Disney. That's fantastic, and I like what Chris said about how it's kind of like the level of service that Disney used to provide. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, we felt so special there, and I honestly say there was no frustration. We didn't like walk away from the planning process saying, oh, I wish this would have been easier. Oh, I wish they wouldn't have said no. Every time we thought of something or had a request, they tried to say yes. Um, I can't think of anything they said no to, actually. Um, And one of the things we said to them at one point was, you know, we can have a hundred crazy ideas, but we don't know the four seasons and we don't, we're not professional wedding planners. So if we come up with an idea and you have a better idea, we want you to be a part of this. You're part of our wedding team and we want you to, to share your thoughts. We want you to be interactive with us. We want to have this collaborative experience. And that's what we got. It was pretty awesome. And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? Um, Yes. So we did have a situation um, about two weeks before the wedding. In the same week, our day of wedding coordinator and our first pastor actually got called away for family emergencies and ended up not being able to participate in our wedding day. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how are we going to do this? These are like the main people we've been talking to for so long. and. Before I even had a chance to truly panic, they were on top of it and they were calling us and they were saying, hey, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to make you feel comfortable and we have some great people lined up we want you to talk to. Let's set up some calls. They walked us through it. We were able to transfer knowledge and the new folks that jumped in, our new day of wedding planner, 
and Pastor Jeff like quickly became part of our team. Just jumped right in, asked a lot of questions. We felt like we didn't skip a beat. So I think like that could have been a really hard thing for a bride, you know, to have that change at the 11th hour. And I did, like I said, I didn't even have time to be panicked. They just made it easy, took that panic away. Um, and one of the things that we actually were able to do to help me feel comfortable, and I call that, you know, all these vendors our team, because I really felt that collaboration from everybody. We actually got everybody on a phone call and, you know, we had a screen share up there and I was able to walk through the schedule of events with all the team for the day of Ravello, the night of Ravello, the wedding day, Kappa's, and then our breakfast the next morning, hour by hour, event by event, coordination points that I thought were really important we talked through, their willingness to do it. The questions that we came up with and like that interactive experience, I think really helped the event come together and really helped the new day of wedding coordinator and our new pastor feel part of the team. So it worked out great. I think it was pretty incredible that we were able to do that. And it really put our mind at ease that everything's going to be okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for anyone who's considering a wedding or a vow renewal at the Four Seasons? Maybe those who are thinking of it as an alternative to Disney. Yeah, I felt that the resort was beautiful. I hope we've encouraged people to understand how amazing the service is at the Four Seasons. They go above and beyond the expectations. The details they put in the wedding was above anything that we could have expected. So having peace of mind of working with them, I would say there isn't a doubt in my mind that they wouldn't have an amazing experience. And they really care about you. I felt very cared for. And the, the vendors that the Four season work with, they do multiple weddings together. So they they know how each other work. They know each other personally. They have great friendships and relationships. And that truly comes through being a bride and groom. I felt, we both felt that it was a great working environment. So you can't go wrong with the restaurants. You can't go wrong with the service. And the beauty of the resort is like, it's just, I think the prettiest place at Disney. So. My advice to anybody is, if you want to do something a little bit different, you want to have beautiful photos, you want to have a great customer service experience, don't hesitate, check it out, go have dinner at Kappa and experience what we experienced when we first saw the resort. And I feel like anybody would be happy to have their wedding there. Yeah, I, it's funny because you kind of feel like you got the Disney experience. I've You looked at our photos Carrie, I mean, we've got firework photos. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, but the only thing we didn't do was an in-the-park photo shoot, right? Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't know if you could tell that we weren't at a Disney hotel when you look through the photos and the experience. Yeah, that's a good point. And especially to your guests, because they're just having a great time. I don't think it you know, matters to them whether Disney owns the resort or not. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of hidden Mickeys all over the resort. So 
<laughs> if you uh, you know look at the fine details in the wrought iron staircase, there's hidden Mickey's. Um, they're all over the place. So you still have that element of Disney built into the resort. I, I also would say mm. to people, especially going through COVID, you know, it's okay to have a smaller wedding. You can do a lot of really creative things. And I think we were, you know, at first when we went from the first wedding at Fairytale Weddings to this, we were very, we were struggling a lot with wow, can we really do this? Can we really do this small? How could we make this work? And, you know, we figured it out. You can figure it out. It can be beautiful. You can spend your money in different ways to be creative. Um, I would encourage brides to think about that because we had a lot of fun doing it and it turned out great. And I would encourage anyone who's considering doing a Disney wedding to at least stop by the Four Seasons and check it out. Uh, One of the amazing things for us is we didn't feel like we were just another wedding. It didn't feel like, oh, we've got 20 weddings to get through this day. We got to get you in and out. We felt like we were the only ones there. That's great advice. Well, Chris and Rudy, I think you've both offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in using the Four Seasons for their wedding or their vow renewal. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks, Carrie. We appreciate you uh, talking with us today. Yeah, thank you, Carrie. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.